0: For over a decade, KWI has been devoted to creating a place for change, working towards ending all forms of domestic and aboriginal family violence. Over the last few years, KWI have rapidly grown to support over 1,000 people a year. KWI supports aboriginal people to stay safe, to thrive and to continue to be connected to culture. We are talking to CEO of KWI, Craig Rigney. Craig is a Brown, Jerry and Ghana man born in South Australia. Craig's expertise is child protection, mental health, poverty reduction, domestic violence, homelessness, Aboriginal culture, education and disability. And it's my honor to welcome Craig to NITV Radio. Hello Craig and welcome.
1: Hello and good afternoon and thank you for having me.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. So looking back at 2022, how was this year for you?
1: I think like a lot of people, we, we thought we were doing it tough whilst COVID was present and, and running rampant across Australia. I think this year um, feels like it's been a tougher year for us. I think a lot of our families, a lot of the, the workers and, and the organisations across our sector have really felt the pinch and I guess trying to catch up on, um, you know, reaching back out and, and working alongside families to, to you know, get get the outcomes that they are seeking. So it's been a long, long year and, and I think the Christmas break can't come soon enough for a lot of us.
0: Mm. As you said, this is the actually third year already we are living in the pandemic. Did that change the way KWI operates or the way you help people?
1: Well, I think... If I was to reflect, yes and no, and what I mean by that was the work that we do working with families and and ensuring that there's safety in the home uh, across a number of uh, intensive family supports that we offer, including domestic violence and child protection, we still needed um, to cite children. We still needed to make sure that there was uh, safety in the home. Mm -hmm. Um, So part of our work, obviously, we were still reaching out uh, to families, but we had to use technology uh, like many others in a way that we hadn't used before. So we were using video conferencing and video calls or FaceTime uh, or Messenger video calls through Facebook applications to reach out and contact families so we could still see have, and have that, uh, I suppose, semi-pseudo face-to-face interaction with families. So although, yes, it changed uh, the way... In which we carried out some of the work the work itself didn't necessarily change too much if anything it probably meant that we were interacting with our families more often than what we were previously because we were still talking to families uh, more often during the week than we would if we were going out there for longer visits so shorter visits shorter conversations and checking in with families to make sure that uh, we were able to meet their needs and that everyone I guess, was happy in that and safe in that sense.
0: Mm. Did Denise change as well?
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, like everybody else uh, globally, uh, the isolation meant that there was certainly, I guess, amplified tensions within the home, uh, you know, get, getting out when, when we were in, in lockdown situations, accessing food, uh, amenities, uh, also, you know, I guess people being that w- were in quite a, a sensitive state themselves, and with family and with other organisations putting added pressure on them, uh, as well as you know as doing the similar work that we were doing, that there absolutely was uh, a change in needs for them, and of course that was different for every individual and every every family that we spoke to. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I guess Christmas is a festive period, but not for everyone. And maybe your clients are having a hard time now. Or do you think it's like lockdowns are, you know, done, so maybe it's better now? How do you see the situation around this festive period?
1: Look, I guess historically what we've seen when we're talking about, uh, you know, from a family violence context, is the financial stresses in family, uh, those other stresses that are in, you know, environmental stresses also uh, around families and their homes. We quite often see a, a rise in um, domestic violence, sadly. But also, what what we're able to do, obviously, we'll reach out and keep in touch and uh, and be there for families and, and and women and children and men when they need us. But we're also able to, with some of our uh, partners across the sector, offer, I guess, you know, some sort of assistance in the way of, you know, food Christmas hampers and, and Christmas presents, uh, you know, for those families that otherwise weren't able to afford, um, you know, food at this time of year or presents for their children. So we we have this Catch-22 uh, double-edged sword where you know we're expecting a rise in um, family violence and the stresses in the family but hopefully we can negate some of that um, by reaching out to the families having that face-to-face contact as, as we normally do um, but also being able to provide you know some of those other supports and, and reaching out and partnering with some of our trusted agencies to be able to do that to ease the burdens of you know the festive season as, as some families you know will obviously face that
0: so where can people seek help if, if they need, how they can contact you?
1: Most families um, will be able to contact us via our webpage. Um, and if they certainly aren't aware or able to use that, um, you know, we, we have are well known across South Australia through other agencies who understand the, the work that we do through Aboriginal communities who will help those families access us or they can simply give us a call on our our main landline number and reach out and we can start those conversations with families. A lot of the government agencies too that our families are aligned with through perhaps, you know, the education system um, and other intensive family support systems through the Department of Human Services also know the work that we do and they can reach out through those other uh, trusted organisations as well. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Uh, KWI is focused on creating a place for change, and the organization provides Aboriginal people, families and community with cultural services and support that builds positive change. So what are your plans for 2023?
1: Normally what we do is, uh, after the Christmas break, hopefully the staff are re-energized, we want we, What we would like to do is come back, review uh, the, the year prior and look at ways for improving our responses to families. Look at ways that we can be better at our jobs and certainly look at ways that we can help lower the barriers for the families that are out there. And that means sometimes you've got to be very honest and truthful about the work that you're doing and ask yourself some of those hard questions about, you know, are we doing the best job we can and how can we improve that? So that's normally where we start, I guess, around you know January, mid-January, when most of the the staff members come back to work. For the first two or three weeks, we we do this huge reflection piece um, with the executive management team around what this looks like. And then we want to keep that engagement strategy up and re-engage with our families, checking in with them, making sure that they're OK, and asking the very simple and basic but very important question of, What do they need from us? What can we do for them? Um, And I think what, what we've quite often forget is we use language such as, you know, the families as being our clients, where we've got that wrong. We are here to work for the families. Now, we are the clients, not the families. And I think as long as we remember that and we listen and, and we respond to the needs, and the families will tell us exactly what they need. So I think active listening is really important, particularly after this Christmas break and we, we have, you know, the longer school holidays, the summer school holidays here. So we've got to make sure that the, the families, are settled and we, we are there to offer the services that they need so we have the best response for them
0: hmm And in 2023, you'll be also hosting the National Aboriginal Child Safety and Domestic Violence Summit 2023. Yes. So what are the highlights of this summit? What can we look forward to?
1: Oh, look, uh, the, the beauty of the summits that we run, and we, and we ran a few prior to COVID, but that kind of slowed things down. So we're very excited to be able to reach out again in 2023 and offer a uh, I guess a place for discussion for families, uh, for individuals, and more importantly, for like-minded organisations to come along, listen to um, experts in the field. So those, you know, uh, subject matter experts to come along, have a listen to what's happening, innovation that we get the feedback from the families around what is working from them from our partners, from the service sector. And on, on the Friday, it's a three-day summit, and on the Friday we have uh, you know, fantastic local uh, speakers as well as speakers from across the country, such as uh, Stan Grant, uh, who's an award-winning uh, you know, media host and speaker. We have Catherine Little, um, a colleague who's also the CEO of Snake, Dr. Tracy Westerman, uh, an Aboriginal woman who's a fantastic psychologist and absolutely a leader in her field, Auntie Muriel Bamblett, who's the CEO of VACA and also um, you know, holds a lot of other representative roles across the nation, advocating for Aboriginal people. Uh, we have our own Commissioner for Aboriginal Children and Young People in South Australia, April Laurie, the first Aboriginal uh, man and being Kayan Ma, who's our uh, Attorney General in South Australia, presenting as well as uh, Katrina Hilliard, the Minister for Child Protection, and very excited to announce, which isn't on our webpage yet, is the Commissioner for Domestic Violence, um, Michaela Cronin, who uh, I met with last week. And she's very, very excited uh, to come along and, and be able to also talk around what's happening across Australia. And in, in particular, uh, the new national plan to end violence against women and children and what does that also mean um, for Aboriginal women and children and and men in Australia. So we've had some fantastic speakers, we're calling for abstracts for people that are out there doing this work and really creating a place, you know, like KWY, we, we build on creating a place for change and that's got to start with conversations, it's got to start with people wanting to listen and like I said earlier, people that aren't arrogant enough to think that we know everything about everything. We've got to listen to the lived experience out there. We've got to listen to the people on the ground. We've got to listen to families, to children, to women and to men uh, who want to change uh, their behaviours. So when we have a three-day summit like this, it creates that wonderful place for all of these conversations to take place and for, for people to be able to listen, to network, to have an opportunity for those really important discussions to take place and to see what else is happening across the country. And hopefully we'll get some international people coming to this as well, which would be fantastic.
0: Mm, sounds really interesting. And we will be in touch about uh, about this uh, summit as well.
1: Fantastic.
0: And, yeah, so we will hear more about that. And to end on a bit of a personal note, what are your wishes for the new year, for Christmas? What do you wish for?
1: Oh, look, oh, I... For me, I mean, I guess there's a few personal things. I think understanding the heavy burden and load that uh, all of our workforce uh, face every single day across homelessness, family violence, uh, child protection, uh, and and asking the the workforce to look after themselves, not to be too hard on on themselves, um, to take that time out where they can and, and spend it with families, Uh, second to that looking forward to hopefully getting some warm weather here in Adelaide Uh, we haven't had a lot of it uh, so far this summer Um, and you know I I guess in in, in a broader context really hoping that the world uh, will come to its senses and and just find a moment for for peace and and understanding Um, and it's you know it takes some time to reflect and And just reach out to, you know, there's fellow humans out there and be kind to one another. And I I, I think we lose that sometimes where we're moving so fast, you know, through uh, the systems that are placed upon us and the work that we do that we need to slow down, look after each other, smell the roses uh, and and, and take time to just take your shoes off and plant your feet in the ground and remember that, you know, we are at one with the environment and this planet that we you know that we're part of and that's very important for all of us and I think sometimes we forget that they're probably my top three things
0: mm, that's beautiful well I hope that becomes true and we will remember to do that during our days next year thank you so much Craig for joining us and talking to us about last year for KWI and next year as well about your plans and the important work you are doing out there
1: you're most welcome and to everyone out there have a have a safe and merry christmas